morning, Bucknutters. It is Thursday, May 9th. I am Dan Rubin. This is the Bucknuts Morning 5 and Change. If it's Thursday, it can mean only one thing. 24-7 Sports Director of Recruiting, Steve Wolfong, has graced us with his presence. Steve, how are you? Good morning, Daniel. Doing well. Excited to be on talking the Buckeyes with all the front rowers. You were a polarizing figure in the last week on the front row. Sometimes you had good news, sometimes not so good news. Today we're going to focus on the very, very good news you shared. You put in a crystal ball pick for Ohio State for Julian Fleming, the wide receiver from Pennsylvania, the number one wide receiver in the country, the apple of every great program's eye right now. Long thought to be a Penn State lean. Then there was some discussion of Clemson. Could the Brian Hartline train really stop and pick up Julian Fleming and bring him back to Columbus? Indeed it can. And the buzz since I put that forecast in has only gotten stronger for Ohio State. As I hear from sources that uh, talk to Julian or around Julian, the Catawissa Southern Columbia standout is the number five player in the country, regardless of position for 24-7 sports. He's been our number one receiver from the beginning, six foot two, 200 pounds. I did his eval for 24-7 sports and compared him to Michael Thomas, a very familiar name for Ohio State fans. Look, there was a time where I thought Julian Fleming was going to go to Penn State. There was a time where I thought Julian Fleming was going to go to Clemson. And now I believe that he's going to go to Ohio State based on the intel. I had Julian Fleming on my podcast a few weeks ago, and he said that his leader has changed three or four times and that he's had three or four different schools at the top. Right now he's currently scheduled to take an official visit to Georgia on May 31st. And he has not taken officials to Ohio State, Clemson, or Penn State. Alabama got the first one on April 12th. I think that Clemson led earlier in the spring. I believe the the visit to Ohio State um, that was uh, earlier in the spring as well, um, he took he took a visit to unofficial this spring to Ohio State. I think that was kind of the game changer uh, to tip it back towards Ohio State, getting to spend time with um, Johnny Dixon and Terry McLaurin and Paris Campbell and, and those guys and talk about their development at Ohio State. He said he is on record saying his best relationship with Brian Hart is with Brian Hartline, and that they face FaceTime almost every day. Um, I think he's starting to get close with guys in the Ohio State locker room and certainly in the recruiting class, including Legend Cavazos. So right now, all the intel says Ohio State. Um, if, if there's not another twist or turn in this recruitment, um, I, I like the Buckeyes to bring this one home and, and land this blue chipper and win this massive recruiting battle, which would be Ryan Day, which would be the biggest recruiting win under the Ryan Day regime to date. Now, we get accused here, and rightfully so, of hyping up players. I've said many times we are called buck nuts, not buck rational observers. We are getting to that point almost with Brian Hartline as a wide receivers coach. Based on what you're hearing on the trail, obviously this has helped. He is making somewhat of a large impact for the Buckeyes, wouldn't you say? Well, of course he is. But, again, Ohio State's always recruited great receivers. They did it under Zach Smith, and now they're doing it under Brian Hartline. And if they can add Julian Fleming – to G. Scott Jr., who's as physically impressive a receiver prospect as there is in this class, six foot three, two hundred and eleven pounds out of Sammamish, Washington State, East Side Catholic, and Jackson Smith and the Jigba, who had a monster year at Rockwall, Texas last year. Just ask those boys at Allen High how good Jackson Smith and the Jigba is. 
in, in the big game he had against them in the state playoff. If you add Julian Fleming to those those two, I think, that, in my opinion, that would be the top receiver class in the country. I know that they would argue it down in Baton Rouge as they have three top 50 guys um, committed right now. And, um, but I would just love that combination of Fleming, Scott, and Smith, the Jigba, personally. It would be cool to take a player from Pennsylvania right out from under the nose of Penn State. It would be also cool to do the same with Cameron Martinez out of the state of Michigan, one of the best athletes from the state up north, plays quarterback now, but is being viewed as more of an athlete. You feel like he's trending with the Buckeyes as well? I do. I think that there's a lot of interest in Ohio State for Cameron Martinez, who was the most dynamic player in the state of Michigan last fall as a quarterback for Muskegon put up huge numbers. He's our number six player in the state right now. We recently uh, upgraded him to a four-star recruit. Notre Dame just offered. He's been to Notre Dame's campus and has some Notre Dame season ticket holders in his family. I get the sense, and and I don't have a, a great finger on this one yet, but just talking to some sources with knowledge of the recruitment, I think Northwestern is very much in the thick of this. They were in on him early. Northwestern is the number 14 class in the country right now. Um, they they have a track record of converted quarterbacks doing well in their offense as a receiver, which is enticing to him. And then I think Ohio State is is a school that's very intriguing to him. It was an offer he wanted very much. He's got it. So I wouldn't be surprised if it's actually a Northwestern Ohio State battle as it stands right now. But he's planning on taking a lot of visits, so we'll see what happens. This is a complete digression, but has Northwestern ever finished 14th nationally in recruiting? No, and they're obviously off to a hot start. And and, uh, um, I think Bucknutters want to know how other teams are doing in the league. So let's talk about this Northwestern class for one second. It's going to be one of the best O-line halls in the Big Ten. The jewel is Peter Skaronsky, a top 247 recruit that Ohio State would have loved to have had. Uh, Pete didn't show much interest in Ohio State. He was really only looking at Northwestern and, and Notre Dame and those uh, schools that have um, that academic prestige. And he picked Northwestern over Notre Dame. That was a huge recruiting win for Pat Fitzgerald and company. Josh Preby offered by everybody in the Big Ten, including Ohio State. Um, and he took a visit to Ohio State earlier this spring out of Edwardsburg, Michigan. Michigan, Michigan State, Ohio State, Penn State all offered Josh Preby. He's going to go play for Northwestern. And then Ben Rather out of Olentangy Liberty was another top target um, for Northwestern. He didn't have an Ohio State offer, but he did have Penn State. And so anytime you're beating the teams in your league that are considered higher on the pecking order of of, of, of the standings, um, you know, obviously, uh, that gives you a better chance on, on Saturdays. Tira Edwards is another young man that they landed that they're going to play at defensive tackle. Uh, Northwestern's about nine or ten deep on the D-line now. Uh, they've recruited that position very well over the last couple of years, and, and they've hired an offensive line coach from the NFL, and now they're winning uh, on the offensive line. Maybe this birth in the Big Ten title game wasn't just lightning in a bottle uh, for Pat Fitzgerald and company. They may be a, an annual contender uh, out there in the Big Ten West. And they've been close, so they've, they've been an annual contender. But they may be a repeat entry in the Big Ten title game uh, with the way that they've been re- uh, stacking strong recruiting classes. Pavis Gerald has always had competitive football teams. They've won over, over 10 games four times now, I think, which before he was the coach, they had only done it twice. And one of those times he was on the team. Um, 
So Northwestern is uh, becoming one of the uh, annually better programs in the Big Ten. And one Ohio State should be worried about, considering if you look at what has tripped up Ohio State in the past, they have a Friday night game at Northwestern scheduled for this year, and we know Pat Fitzgerald will have the boys fired up for that. That's actually a good thing yeah. for Ohio State because they'll, they'll uh, maybe not necessarily the atmosphere, but I do think I do think Ohio State fans can take over that stadium. I don't think Northwestern's fans uh, match the uh, level of the football they're playing. Um, and so I think that Ohio State can take that stadium over that night. But then, you know, the coaches, they can hit some hit some Saturday high school football games and get some recruiting in, have Ryan Day stand on the sideline of a priority recruit that next day. Provided he's doing so, coming off a win, I'm all for it. Let's talk about another guy who's high on the board. I had a poster tell me he was perusing the blue board and saw you mention Kendall Milton. Ohio State could be his leader. He's a stud. What's your vibe? Well, I'm hearing, I'm getting a lot of mixed signals on Kendall Milton right now. I think that there is a lot of confidence regarding Ohio State coming out of that Ohio State visit and that at that time it was Ohio State battle in Oklahoma, but now I'm hearing it's Ohio State and Georgia. He also visited Alabama. You can't sleep on them. I think LSU's in it. This one is indeed a marathon. Ohio State's in there chopping wood as they are with a bunch of running back in this cycle. And, and I would think Ohio State's going to get a, a, a high profile one. Speaking of running back, the most productive running back in the history of the earth has a son named E.J. Smith out of Texas. The cosmic vibes here are great with Zeke playing running back for the Cowboys. The idea of E.J. Smith coming to play on offense for the Buckeyes feels right to me. Do you think it will feel right to E.J. Smith in the end? Yeah, I think Ohio State's in the top two or three there for E.J. Smith right now, and I've been told that his parents are really high on Ohio State and the development at the position and, and uh, a potential future playing for a guy like Tony Alford. My crystal ball is currently on Stanford, but part of that is because I look at Ohio State and they're recruiting Kendall Milton. They're recruiting B. John Robinson. They're re- recruiting Lawrence Philly. They're recruiting Jalen Knighton. So they're in on a lot of high-profile, highly-ranked running backs. And then I didn't even mention the in-state guys uh, that, that they're in on as well. So the line, similar to 2021 quarterback recruiting, 2020 running back recruiting, there's a lot of guys that are uh, hanging out outside the woody. Uh, we're going to see who's going to run inside and want to down the gear for three to four years here soon. Ladies and gentlemen, this is one of those shows you want to listen to and appreciate the fact that you are a Buckeye. The idea of taking the best player out of Pennsylvania, a coveted player out of Michigan, a star out of Texas, all in one class is no big deal for Ohio State. Have a good one, Bucknutters. Take care, guys. See you on the front row.